The Circle of Knowledge podcast is brought to you by Amplified Minds, helping entrepreneurs and professionals achieve their goals and aspirations by sharing a wealth of knowledge to you, our community of achievers. This podcast features best-selling industry resources, interviews, and the professional panel discussion by the core team at Amplified Minds. Now, here are their discussions. Welcome back to the Circle of Knowledge podcast. This is your host, John Kowarts Jr. And with me today in the studio is a good friend and someone who we continue to align ourselves with her vision and her journey because she is on fire, Uh, Coach Tara Garrison. And she demands that we call her Coach Tara Garrison, (laughs) which is incredible, but we're soon. (laughs) I'm kidding. He's like, should I call you Coach? I'm like, I demand that. I'm just kidding. We're so excited to have you on, uh, on, on our podcast Two, we've had you on our stage before and it it blew everyone away. We had some incredible uh, feedback and just people who were like, wow, I did not realize that health and gut health was influencing my ability to create my business. And that influenced a ton of our listeners and we are just super excited to continue that conversation. This month, we've been focusing on health and wellness and I thought we need to have Coach Tara Garrison back in the office, back on the show because that would give our listeners the influence and the information to help them make differences in their lives, both health, wellness, and, and all of the above. So thank you for being on yeah. our show and thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks for having me back. The, the one thing that we want to do is, I, I could paint the picture for everybody, uh, but I'd like for them to understand who you are and where your background sure. is, where you came from. You and I started to talk a little bit. Please give our listeners just a few minutes of, of who you are and, okay. and what, maybe this is a too big of a question, but the question really is, is what has led you today to become who you are right now? Awesome. I okay. love how you ask that. I love how you rephrase that because I've been through a lot of what people might call crap or hard things, right? But I look at it now, now that I've done the personal work behind it, I look at it all as a gift. I'm like, thank you for this, thank you for that, thank you for that struggle because they all molded me into a resilient, tough person who believes that she can do anything, right? So I'm grateful for all of it. Um, But in a nutshell, um, I grew up uh, in Virginia, very like, very poor family. I'm not gonna say like, we didn't have a lot, like, no, I'm like, when people tell me they were poor when they were little kids, I'm like, Mm. <laughs> I know. dreamed of being like you. You were like a normal poor family. Right. We were really poor, right? So, um, I mean, from all the way to like high school, I remember for like the last year of high school, I was like living off of unlabeled cans of expired wow. food, okay? So that kind of poor, like we had a kerosene heater in our kitchen that heated our whole house, wow. right? So that was, but I also had loving parents. I mean, they definitely didn't know how to be successful, right? Um, but they love me unconditionally and I'm forever grateful for that. That was huge. Um, but I also had, you know, my mom, my parents were divorced. My So my mom, uh, maybe borderline, you know, some mental illness for sure. Kind of, I think, couldn't handle it. Couldn't yeah. handle the stress of five kids by herself, was going back to school, working, doing all these things. And she was just gone a lot, you know? And so in my childhood, I had, I had sexual abuse for most of my childhood, physical, verbal, neglect. Wow. We didn't have food a lot, you know, like at home was, it was a mess. There were roaches. Like it was a, it was not an awesome place to be, yeah. you know? Um, and I think what happened because of that for me is I really enjoyed being at school. 
because school was clean and organized and structured. And I know, <laughs> one thing I know about myself is I've always been driven, like from as little as I can remember. I remember not being able to wait to go to school so I could have homework. Right. I was so jealous that my older siblings had homework. I wanted homework, you know, and I, and that, that's like just always how I've been. I loved it. I love achieving or just anything I could do. You know, it could have, it was definitely on borderline people pleasing side of things, <laughs> right? From the dysfunction that I had at home, but it's still, I, I found so much joy and achievement and I'm grateful for that because it's, it's taken me through all the way to where I am now. So, um, that was my background. I was always chubby growing up. Right. It was never, never easy for me. And I was just, you know, back in the nineties in that place of like, how do people do this? I'm like, you know, the very typical, like try not to eat as much. Oh, I eat too much. Can't do it. You know, yeah. that very powerless place. Um, and when I got to, I have four kids. So I got, I ended up um, going to coming out to Utah to go to BYU and, you know, I was Mormon all growing up. I'm not now, but um, got married, had four kids, couldn't lose baby weight, same kind of thing. I remember just being in the depths of like, how do I freaking figure this out? Like, do I need, I wish just some trainer could live with me and like tell me everything to do and not let me eat cake and, you know, <laughs> this like desperate place. And, um, and I finally figured it out. And I love to share the message. And this is why I'm so passionate about um, men too, but also women specifically, because we haven't been taught this, right? Like we, we have a lot of shoulds and shouldn'ts, all of us do, men and women. And for women, a, a should has never been go to the gym and lift weights. That is not a, that is not a should. And I am so passionate about it because I'm telling you, John, like I went from, I was running full marathons. I was 40 pounds overweight, running 26 miles, wow. thinking I was eating healthy, you know, doing the very best that I could. I finally actually stopped going to the gym that had the daycare and the fitness classes and the Zumba and the yeah. little body pump and whatever, because it was taking up too much of my time as a day as a mom. I joined a cheap gym down the street. It was $10 a month. They didn't have daycare. So I was like, I'm going to have to go after I put my kids to bed. So I was this tired, worn out, stay at home mom of four kids. And I put my kids to bed every night and I got my butt in a gym and I started lifting weights. And I loved it in a way because it didn't take away from my time for my kids during the day, right? right? And it was me time. I could listen to my ghetto music on my <laughs> headphones and be by myself and nobody needed me. And it was, it, I started to enjoy that. Didn't know what I was doing. Very embarrassed to be in the gym. I totally understand like women are like, what do I even do in there? <laughs> like, is this even an exercise? And there's men that feel like that too. And it's even harder for them because they're like, oh, I'm a guy, I'm supposed to know, you know? Um, and so I got in there and I started lifting weights and it changed my life. It changed everything. So not only did I become physically stronger. And I'm talking, I went from 40 pounds overweight to 10% body fat wow. and very strong. Um, but I also, it affected me mentally and that's what I didn't expect. Mm -hmm. And I learned resiliency at another level. I learned discipline at another level because once I got my nutrition online with that steady consistency, lifting weights, I started to discover my own power. Mm -hmm. And I started to have this feeling of what can't I do? I can do, I can do this. Well, maybe I can have the discipline to achieve this. Maybe I can have the, and I started understanding how important, how much discipline actually sets us free. Right. Right. And how to get rid of these weak thoughts that we have. Right. So that's, that's my story that led me. I, you know, I had my, I, I was very much a product of the system. I was very plugged into the matrix, right? I was living in a supposed to do life, right? I'm supposed to uh, graduate from college. Right. I'm supposed to be a stay at home mom. I'm supposed to get a mortgage. I'm supposed to live this 
life that somebody else told me to live. And it broke me out of that. It like unplugged me from the matrix. And I was like, no, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna live the life that I feel intuitively called to live no matter how hard it is, no matter how many hard changes I have to go through, I'm gonna live that life. I had to walk away from my religion, my marriage, <laughs> like yeah. all sorts of things in order for me to get in vibration with who I really am. And I'm here and I'm not saying it was not, it was not easy, but that's in a nutshell. If you want to kind of get the essence of who I am and where I'm at in my journey, that was it. I mean, if you guys go to my Instagram and look up coach Tara Garrison, I just posted a picture yesterday. You will, I look like a different person. Like, and it's not just that I was, that I'm more fit now. It was like the look in my eyes. I look dead. Yeah. I, I showed my kids and they were like, Ooh, <laughs> they're like scary <laughs> because I just look, I look like my soul is like, I'm trying to smile, but it's not in my eyes at all. There's yeah. no energy. There's no life. And then you look at me that's seven years ago. I was 30. I'm 37 now. And you look at me now when I'm, I'm in my vibration, I'm in the power of who I am. And so that's why I'm so passionate about teaching people how to like optimize their health because I'm, I'm like, I'm telling you, you are not living your full potential. If you aren't living your full health potential. There's so much more there's and it's, it's, it's yes, it takes discipline to get there. And yes, that discipline is going to affect you in every other area of your life. And you're going to feel good enough and have enough energy to bring so much more to the table than you are right now. So I'm kind of passionate about it. Just a little, passionate. just a little, I feel like there's so much enthusiasm behind this, this let's call it militant and, and almost combative um, perspective on what it means to be to to have full control and would you would you either agree or disagree that the the process of weightlifting and, and, and becoming healthier was was a process of gaining control of the uncontrollables that we felt like were in our life yes and I but I want to emphasize a balance that's there that I've actually really I think um, honed as a mother mm. and it's this balance of discipline and being able to say no and pushing yourself when it's based in love when it's based in self-love not in self-hate not in, i gotta do this mother ever i got i'm right. not enough if it's if it's coming from a place of scarcity and you just think you're not good enough i mean you you can do it that way it's just not going to end you're not going to end up in the place that you want to be but when it's it's like this is how i look at it with my kids like I'm a health coach. I'm super into like nutritionally optimized foods, but do I let my kids have treats? Yes. Do I create limits around food for them? No, but at bedtime when it's, you know, maybe pushing nine o'clock at night and they want to have treats. No, because it's based in self, it's based in love for them. Right. And so, but you know, let's say my son doesn't want to go to football practice you know, and he's, he's signed up for football. He's committed to football. Am I, is he going to, am I is he going to say, I don't feel like it today. I'm going to be like, okay, that's fine, son. No, I'm going to say, you get your butt out there yeah. and you push through. And that's the same, and it's, but it's based in love, right? It's, it's, and that's what we have to have towards ourselves. So yes, it's like taking, knocking off all the BS and all the excuses and all the reasons you think you can't do it. And the reasons you're limited and the reasons that you, you know, we come up with the most intelligent excuses, especially yeah. for smart, right? We're like, Oh, well, actually, I think I've been pushing myself a little hard lately. I mean, it's like, mm, is that, is that what it is? Or right. do you just want an excuse? And it has to come from that place of love. But yes, if you can push yourself in love, if you can be like Wim Hof and go under a sheet of ice for the length of a football field in the water with one breath. He didn't do that because he hates himself. No. He did that because he loves himself. He, lo he, he loves exploring human potential and what humans can do. And if, when you, if you're coming to that place, 
when you're pushing, you're like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? It will fill you with so much self-confidence and love. You will not even recognize yourself when you get to the other wow. side. That, okay, this is great. Uh, for those of you listening, you know why we brought Tara immediately on the on the show. People who can outmatch our enthusiasm for self-love and encouragement and, and improvement are the kind of people you need to surround yourself with. Because if you could just grasp a taste or an inkling of the, the energy that we have just in this conversation, I, I think you'll have a lot of good things going for you. Um, Moving forward into who you are, you've, you've been um, branded and you've been recognized internationally as, as a coach and as a health and wellness um, uh, advocate and, and expert. Uh, a lot of it has a lot to do or aligns with the, correct me if I'm wrong, but the ketogenic side yeah. of things. And I'd like to hear a little bit more about sure. that. I know that keto is just a hot topic. It's a buzzword for a lot of our people getting into the wellness space, just like any other diet. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on why that course became some of your journey. Sure. Yeah. So I, I will be totally honest with you. I have a bit of a love hate relationship with keto. Good. Okay. So <laughs> I am, that is what my specialty is, is the ketogenic diet. That's what most people come to me for is the ketogenic diet. But sometimes, and quite often, I take people off of the ketogenic diet. So my whole approach, my whole system I've created is called keto in and out. Because while I have had life-changing transformations with people on keto, I mean, amazing, like not just weight loss. Yes, I've had, I've had some that have rapid weight loss and I've had some that have slower weight loss, but I've had some that are like, I can use my whole brain again. Um, I worked a full work day. I can remember names again. I feel like I got my whole life back. Like I have had those kind of results on keto, but I've also had people who take it too far and it turns into a fear and scarcity mindset and they can't eat carbs or they will get fat or they will get inflamed and they've been indoctrinated and I'm not okay with indoctrination, right? right? It's about information. People need information. They need good information because they are intelligent, capable people who can make good decisions if they have good information, right? So, so what I present is here is why you might want to do keto <laughs> and here's why you might want to bring carbs back in. And for everybody, I, th I don't think, unless you're using keto therapy, like for epilepsy or a neurodegenerative disorder or uh, maybe a little bit longer for type 2 diabetes or PCOS or something like that most everybody else if you're a pretty you know have a pretty normal metabolism there's no need for people to be keto for years on end right unless I have those rare rare I'm talking like one percent of the time I'll have that rare person that's like Tara I just feel so much better on keto I'm like you rock it then you, yeah. keep, you keep doing that, you know, but um, for the most part, I think going through a phase of keto for us, the reason I like it so much, the reason I haven't abandoned it, even though like I get right. bothered when people are carb phobic, I'm just like, no, carbs are not bad for you. When they're from nature, you eat a freaking beet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that is good for you. You can eat some blackberries, you know, but the reason I think that people should go through a phase of keto is as an adaptation to our modern food abundant lifestyles. Right? Like we've got to figure out a way to manage in our modern world, all this comfort, right? Cause we live these 72 degree lives where we sit inside a climate controlled environment and we have food available to us all day long. And if we stay that way, if we stay in the comfort zone completely all the time, including with our food, our health will go down because we are meant to have challenges, right? We are meant and it's actually physically expressed in our bodies. That's why fasting is so good for us. Yeah. There's things that happen in your body that are super good for you when you fast, but why are we going to fast 
when we have a pantry full of Oreos and chips and bread and somebody brought in pizza and why would we do that? Like, we're gonna want that, you know? So, so now we need to make adaptations. So this is what keto does for people. When we take carbohydrates out of our diet, and this is really, I'm really dumbing it down here because yeah, I don't want to yeah. bore people for no, too long on the keto that. thing. When we take severely restrict carbohydrates from our diet, we enter a mimicked state of fasting that we can prolong by making the majority of our calories come from fat. And I will emphasize healthy fats. Do not do McDonald's keto, okay? You're going to inflame your body. That is not a healthy keto. I'm talking you're eating sardines and salads with olive oil and avocados and walnuts and, you know, a grass-fed steak with pasture-raised eggs cooked in pasture-raised butter with, you know, with yeah. leafy greens and spinach. That's healthy keto. And when you do it that way, you do things like you enhance your nervous system. You um, upregulate BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic Factor, which helps you protect your neurons and cre create new neuronal connections and have more neuroplasticity. That's cool. You know, you do things like uh, enhance autophagy, which is the killing off of old cells that need to die that wow. can become cancerous and create new healthy cells. That's cool. You know, um, so there's all these benefits that happen, but that doesn't mean you need to do it forever. Fasting's good for you, but if you fast forever, you're going to die. You'll die. <laughs> <laughs> right? So we don't need to take it to so such extremes for so long. Right. And so that's, that's why I say, okay, do it, get all those benefits, but then start bringing healthy carbs back in. And that's what I feel like my place is in the keto community, because I know so many people who do keto and they think this is the only healthy diet now. And, Oh, I can't hang. It's too hard. I can't do anymore. Back to value meals and milkshakes and pizza. Yeah. Right. And so I want to show them like, no, 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 no. Keto is just a gateway into whole unprocessed foods, but let's start eating um, potatoes and sweet potatoes and quality rice and fruit and all those, all the abundance that nature has to give us. And then that's, to me, that's when it becomes a completely sustainable thriving lifestyle. So that's what I'm trying to show people. Amazing. And, and one of the things that as an entrepreneur, I've been to Tony Robbins events, I've been to masterminds all over the world. And out of everyone I've ever listened to, Tara, no one has ever said, have a strategy on how you manage all of your comfort. No one has ever said that. And that, that blows me away because that is an important process. Everything we need to do needs to be intentional. That intention needs to support a self-love atmosphere. And as you were describing, we need to be able to manage all the comforts that are available to us. We are so freaking spoiled. And in our culture, in, in where we live and all that we have, um, and, and even with your upbringing of poor and, and, and um, poverty, it, it's still just, there's so much abundance of opportunity available to us. And I appreciate you saying that because I've never heard anyone manage that or manage to say that, that you need to have a strategy on how to manage all your comforts because there are things we can live in our lifestyles and the way we live, but at the same time, have a management system, have a way of doing that that's built on a system of love. I've never heard that before. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, that. thank you. Yeah, it, it's it, the, the weakness. You know how you talk about like on a psychological level that having um, conflict is a basic human need mm -hmm. and that if you don't have a lot of conflict in your life, you'll create it, right? That's why like you see, you know, <laughs> Kardashian style drama and people who have a lot of lifestyle comfort because they right. need problems and they're not like immediately coming to them. So they create them. Well, the same thing with our body, like our body needs conflict. It needs a struggle in order to stay strong. And I, I'll, I'll just add to that, like, especially, well, I guess anyone who's not lifting weights, this is one of those modern adaptations we've got to do. Yeah. We got to do it because I'm like, I've tried, like people are like, Tara, not everybody wants to lift weights. And I'm like, you got to do it. 
You yeah. gotta do it. I've been trying. I've been trying to be so nice. Like my little, you know, ex Mormon, like nice side wants to come out and be like, I know it's okay. You don't have to do it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you do have to do it because there's no other way that you're gonna get that stimulus in your body. We are not moving on the daily. Like that's cool. You play in your softball team, and then sometimes you go golf, and sometimes you play tennis. It's not enough. It's got to be daily, consistent stimulus to get our bodies to grow. And so it, there's there's hormone issues that we get if we don't do this. It's, it's a whole cascade through our whole body. So I will say like, if you're, you know, I think this audience is very mindset driven, right? And yeah. if you understand that principle that if things aren't pushing you to grow, you are actually going to suffer and go back, 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 back. Same thing with your body. You gotta push it to grow. And, and it, that in turn will also manifest in your mentality big time. Yeah. And one of the things that you spoke to one of our audience before is the connection between mindset, mind health is directly associated with your gut health yeah and I, and I love transitioning over to that mind health but it really is the exact same thing the more that you intentionally you know uh, work towards the health of your body and what you put in you as well as how you would how you uh, treat your body with uh, um, working out and, and wellness and that aspect affects your ability as a mindset developer as a as a entrepreneur as a business owner as someone who wants yes. to have bright ideas and you have success and wealth in your entire life it all starts with what you eat yes thank you for giving me an opportunity to speak on this Please because do. i'm like this is basic information that people need to know yeah. right because there's um if you've ever been in the place where you're like what's wrong with me there's something wrong and you like owe it to yourself to find out <laughs> what that is and this is one of those basic pieces of information that i'm like especially entrepreneurs everyone but especially entrepreneurs when you're under a lot of stress you need to understand how much your gut health affects your mental health Okay. So somebody, you know, you've probably heard that your gut is your second brain. Well, somebody said recently, no, it's kind of like your first brain. And I was like, it really is. It's almost like your brain is just the processor of what's happening down here. So our neurotransmitters. Okay. I know that's like a bleh word, but think of chemical imbalance. Okay. You've heard chemical imbalance. If your neurotransmitters are off, you are chemically imbalanced. It's not a lifetime thing. You don't need to check into a psych war. Like you just, your chemicals are off, right? And so you need to understand how to get them back on. So I want to talk about depressed thoughts, yeah. feeling depressed and down and all those things and anxious thoughts, minds racing, can't get it to stop. Like, yeah, like something waking up all night, keep waking up with racing thoughts. Let's talk about biochemically what's going on there, right? There has to, there, yes, there has to be like a mindset piece and learning how to manage your stress, but let's, let's hit the health part because that part I think isn't talked about enough. And I think there's a big lack of understanding. So I want to talk about two main neurotransmitters for this. And one is serotonin and the other one is GABA and they're both manufactured in your gut. Almost all of it. Okay. Serotonin is that feel good chemical that just helps you feel like a happy person. Yeah. Like, do you know, like, you know, think of a woman that you know that she's just so loving and she's so sweet and she just loves children and she's just so happy. She probably has really good serotonin levels. Okay. <laughs> so that's serotonin, right? It's like happy grandma. <laughs> like I just feel really good in my life. You know, that serotonin, um, GABA. So, oh, by the way, if you don't have good, healthy serotonin, you're going to have horrible sleep quality and you're just going to feel generally depressed. Okay. GABA is the brakes. It's an inhibitory neurotransmitter. It's the brakes on your brain. So if you don't have GABA, which I'm telling you, if you have gut issues, if you're like cranking Tums or you get bloated or constipated or diarrhea all the time, I'm telling you your GABA sucks. Okay. Wow. And so if you're having racing thoughts and you can't get them to calm down, and I just talked about that with your gut health, I hope this is an aha moment for you, yeah. that that has to be addressed or you're never going to feel right up here. 
So, so what do we need to do? How, how can we increase the GABA, right? How can we, how can we help with that? The first step is removing the things out of your life that are causing the problems in the first place. Okay. So if you have like a really toxic person in your life and you're like, just leaving them in your life and you're like, gosh, I'm so frustrated. You got to get them out of there. Right. And it's the same with your gut. If you're putting cranking you kind of know, you kind of know that gluten kind of messes you up. You kind of know dairy messes you up, but you don't really want to deal with it. And it doesn't matter that much. It matters a whole lot. Like your whole life and mental health depends on it. Um, sugar. So the biggest ones I would say the big four are sugar, alcohol, gluten and dairy. Those are the ones that hit people the most. A lot of the times, if you already have gut issues, cruciferous vegetables are going to mess you up too. So you're going to have to get rid of those for a little while while you heal this thing. And this is the analogy I give. If I had a big giant open wound on my forearm and I poured apple cider vinegar on it, it would hurt like a mother, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? But if I let that heal and I poured apple cider vinegar on my arm, it would be fine. Right. And so apple cider vinegar isn't bad for me. I don't have an apple cider vinegar intolerance. intolerance. I just have a giant wound that needs to be healed. And that thing is irritating it. Right. So that's how we need to look at our gut, your gut, your gut issues. You may not have an intolerance to that food forever. It's just, there's like storm going on of all these things that are irritating your gut and it just can't handle anymore. Right. So, so what you do is you get all of those things out of your life right? You have to like, it's self-love to the max. You can eat other things, find other things that you love. Like you don't need to starve yourself. Just find other things and, (laughs) and feed yourself those things for a little while. Honor your gut, let that heal and watch where your mental health goes. And then I know you're going to have a day where you can be like, I'm going to have some pizza, right? And you're going to be like, if gluten and dairy are your two things, I want you to watch your thought patterns for the next one to two to three days after you have that pizza and see where you see where you are. So, um, that's, that's what I would say. And then also on a side note, like after you've done that healing, you might be able to handle smaller amounts of those things and it won't bother you that much. Right. So that's what I'd say. And then the last part, the last thing I'll say, especially for you entrepreneurs and people who are just like high stress, putting a lot on yourself, you have all these stress chemicals too, going in, going in your gut. So on top of it, you've got like actual mechanical irritation and then you've got like chemical irritation and you're wondering why you're not feeling good. (laughs) It's all right here. It's all, and you know, I think Hippocrates back in like 500 BC or something said that all disease begins in the gut. Yeah. We've known this for a long time. So if you don't, if you want to perform like a boss and you want to keep performing like a boss, you got to take care of your gut health. Incredible. I, I relate to you in a, a very similar way. Growing up, I always had this dream of having a 24-7 trainer coach who would just be at my side and tell me exactly what to do, feed me the right foods and do all that because it's kind of the incubation uh, idea that I want to be perfect in my life at certain ways. But I, I love that, that you just described that, that there's some things that you can just eliminate in your life that will create instant value. And one of the things you mentioned that I had to write down was, you know, uh, and I, I inserted the word journal, but record your thoughts over time as you either don't perform uh, consumption of good foods or as you do perform good stuff as your thought process. Uh, and again, this goes back to this this idea or this theme that I'm hearing from Tara, which is making sure that you have control, making sure that you have control and then you can observe that control over time. I, I absolutely love that. I think that's an incredible factor of what this does. Um, 
one of the things that you one of the things that you've said that has influenced my life is how when 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 the gut is treated correctly, you've got your right serotonin, you've got your right GABA. What is the process that people begin to obviously you know it's processed by elimination. Mm-hmm. Um, and people get over, uh, overwhelmed with with the amount of time sometimes it takes to to transition from unhealthy to healthy. Mm-hmm. What are some steps or some key things that people can think about and do and or implement immediately that help them in that transition from improving their gut health? You know, I'd say like, honestly, this is one of the reasons I really like keto for a phase for people. So when people come to me, I've had clients that are like guys who they don't need to lose weight. <laughs> like they're, they're fine on that. Um, but they're not in a good way mentally and emotionally. And for those guys, I just put them through a phase of keto. I'm like, listen, there's, you don't need to be keto forever, but we got to get your gut on point. Yeah. So I think having like a, a specific plan of something that you can like wrap your brain around instead of, I can't have this, I can't have that. And it's more proactive, like I'm doing keto, right? Just without dairy, which I do keto without dairy. You don't have to eat dairy on keto. There's plenty, just eat your steak guys. Just eat your steak. It's so good. <laughs> um, and bunless burgers, like it's delicious. You know, it's not hard. You're like putting mayonnaise, avocado oil, organic mayo. I mean, come on now. But, um, I would say, I would say, yeah, having, having a plan that keeps you proactive, that you understand how to do that. And that's, that's what I would say. I would recommend keto. Honestly, if this resonates with you just for a month, just to get that, that's what all my, all my gut issue clients, they're always like, wow, like my gut feels so good, you know, and you know, maybe take some digestive enzymes with your keto to make sure that you're breaking down, you know, you're having lipase added so you can break down everything. But other than that, yeah, I'd say that that's really, really helpful. Just so you have something concrete to do instead of living in this deprivation mindset of like, I can't have this and I can't have that. Right. Right. Uh, and one, one of the things too, I'm just, uh, I'm an observer. So as I, as I learn from Tara and get a little bit more information about how to improve my health and wellness, uh, one of the things that I recognize is as she is, in my opinion, absolute expert in health and wealth and, and, and gut health and that combination between gut and mindset as i see that 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 is her absolute knowledge and, and, and what she has expertise wise to share with the world i see that her example of of where she's come from going back to your story and where your upbringing was and what you went through and all that transition and said most of that happened at age 30 to now you're seven years later, you're incredible. It's fascinating and I wanna encourage my listeners to know that that take it from someone who has been through pretty much hell and back to provide the right information on where you should go, what, how you should take your life. And this is the kind of thing I'd like to direct people to, wanna reach out to you and contact you if they have questions or wanna learn more or just whatever because they are going to learn that Everyone has issues, everyone has problems, everyone has things in their lives that are causing them stresses, causing them to go through depressions, but a lot of it could be fixed and a lot of it could be easily adjustable. And like you said, it only takes a month to just try keto or try this process to get them down that road. But I just think that that's an incredible, valuable information for our listeners to know is that you need to and can trust in people who have been there and back and have the incredible information and plus, who doesn't want to have as bright and as sharp of a mind as Tara Garrison? I mean, listen to her, guys. As Thanks, you John. replay back this this recording, you're going to catch five, six, seven different things you didn't hear the first time. And I, I guarantee that that's what it's going to be like when they listen to this tape. Because I, I, I thoroughly believe that the expertise comes from one, experience, but two, just the passion and knowledge behind what you're sharing. I, I think our valuable listeners need to hear that. Thank you. Can I add one more Please thing? Please do. The last thing for the, the mindset stuff is like, you gotta deal with your trauma 
and I know like we're so strong and we're so fine. And a good friend of mine told me, fine is not an emotion. Nope. Fine is denying all of your emotions, right? So let's actually put some definitions on how you're feeling. Do you wake up and you, how do you actually feel? Do you feel fine? Or do you feel tired, lethargic, apathetic, hopeless? <laughs> I don't know. When you get into work, do you feel numb, <laughs> irritated, or do you feel lit up inside, right? And, and what I wanna say for me is I was fine for so long. Right? Yeah. Like the fact that I just told you guys that I was sexually abused growing up, I was married for 13 years and I never told him that. We have four kids together and I never told him that because I was fine. It wasn't a big deal. I was like, it doesn't need to be talked about. Right. Like, um, no, it needed to be talked about a whole bunch. And so for me, like I always say, nobody leaves childhood unscathed. You could have trauma because your dad was talking to your brother about something that made you feel worthless and small. And now you're still carrying that story with you Absolutely. as an adult. Like it doesn't have to be, I was abused. It doesn't have to be some big story like that. It's just, we, nobody leaves his childhood unscathed. We have these emotional patterns that we developed when we were little kids and we didn't have any more wisdom, but we haven't caught it. We haven't caught it in ourselves and realized like, oh my gosh, I'm still thinking that stupid story from when I was a little kid. And so that's why I say the other piece of mindset is like stepping outside of yourself and understanding that while you are awesome and you're really smart and you're really good yeah. at figuring things out, you got blind spots on yourself, right? And that's when going to talk to somebody for me, I go to Katherine Dixon in Salt Lake. I would give her a shout out all day long. She has changed my life. Clarity Coaching Institute changed my life. She does the work of Byron Katie. And it's just basically having to put words on all your feelings and your trauma and then switching that story around and putting new feelings, right? So it's like rewiring your brain. And I'd say that's, that's the other part is like, I, you know, I work with people so much on mindset stuff because I have to on my client calls because they're like, oh, I'm emotional. I went off the rails with my eating. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Oh, well, somebody came into town. Who came into town? Oh, a guy. Oh, really? Tell me about that. Like, and what are these feelings that are being conjured up that have been there forever, right? Or, um, oh, I'm about to next level and like start my own business, but like still dealing with all these things of like, my dad never thought I was enough. And, you know, you're just not dealing with it. And so I would say that's the other piece is that we're stuck in these stories and they're usually victim stories. Yeah. They're always victim stories. And we love our victim stories because then we don't have to do anything hard. And it's like, we excuse to be in our comfort zone because we're a victim yeah. and somebody else needs to come save us. And it's the worst thing we can do ourselves. So I just say that like, the other thing is like, you gotta go talk to somebody. You can't just read books and have the, the awareness. The awareness is cool. It doesn't really help you that much though. You've got to actually do the work. You've got to journal. You've got to write feelings. You have to say words. You have to go to somebody beyond yourself. And I, I like, I can't emphasize that enough because it's been the only thing that has yeah. helped me get out of a victim mindset into my power. And some of our listeners have probably heard the, the challenge, you know, uh, do something that scares you every day. You know, that, that, that is actually a a foundational piece of what you just described, which is the real thing, which is face your fears, go out there and actually recognize that you've got trauma that needs to be dealt with and you're just hiding it or you're closeting it or you're dragging it with you and people, everyone sees it but you mm -hmm. because you think you're fine. I, I love that. Tara and I have been to dozens of masterminds all over the country and the world and that typically is the first topic discussed is why are, you, why are you dragging around all this dirty luggage? And, <laughs> and let's actually get to what we need to, but we can't until you've left it behind, until yeah. you've just abandoned it. And I, I, I think that that's so powerful. I appreciate you going down that road because as we've discussed health and wellness over the past month, we've had everything from nutrition to uh, what you should be doing at the gym or how active you need to be. And, and what you've identified is 
it, it is all encompassing and you've got to take control of it. And I just keep saying that. I keep putting words in your mouth, even though that's not what you said. You said it so much better. But I, I think for the, the, the value and the, um, the, the, the quality of what my listeners are thinking, I, I want you guys to know that you can take control. You can overcome and you can escalate to a value or a, an excitement and enthusiastic lifestyle, just like Coach Kara. You can have exactly what she has. And it just takes a few few adjustments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that it's that deep work, and it's and it has to be based in love. It doesn't have to be, you know. You can start out with right. unhealthy intentions from your trauma, but eventually it's got to work. And all that pushing, all that growing, it's got to come from the deepest place of self love. And then when when that's happening, you be on fire, limitless limitless it's it's the best ever and that's why i feel misunderstood sometimes because i think people think i'm coming from a place of have to like i'll this will happen like you know like oh you don't you probably don't have to lift or go to the gym i'm like have to yeah (laughs) like i want to i love it now you know and that wasn't always the case but because it's coming from a place of self-love like i you know yesterday i literally ran the extra mile at the gym because i saw i felt myself say can't do it today can't do oh, it today. Wow. I'm too tired. And I was like, I, I, I had already done the stair mill. I had already done the stair mill and I was 10 minutes shy of what I was going to do on the stair mill. And I was like, no, I was like, I'm going to literally run the extra mile right now. Just to show myself that I can. And it's based in self-love. Like it, you feel so good when you get, you're like, okay, I can't do things that I thought I couldn't do. I was selling myself short. So that control is it's, it's really, um, self mastery. And, and, it, and when it comes from a safe place of self love and pushing yourself because you know that you are capable of more than your current self thinks you are life just it's like never ending excitement (laughs) yeah total side note and tangent as we wrap things up i i I probably come from the perspective of what my listeners are hoping to what, or hope, hoping to hear, but what was, the, and I'm totally just throwing this out there, what was your daily schedule today? What what did sure. you start and how, to, up until when you joined us at the podcast today, what was your schedule today? Sure. I actually just posted about my morning routine on my Instagram story, so I'll have to okay. make it a highlight, like awesome. mornings or something, so if anybody's listening, they can see. But so morning routines have changed my life for sure. Um, I am definitely like an adrenaline dominant, like adrenaline junkie, like I love you know like anything exciting i i would love to be um driven by fun but i recognize that if i'm going to achieve anything big in my life that i cannot just be winging it right so morning <laughs> routines morning routines have changed my life so i get up monday through friday i get up at 4 30 every morning and that's a commitment that i've been doing for probably almost the last year like last 10 months and that has been a game changer, right? And not making excuses. It's like, oh, you stayed up till late, too late. Well, don't make, don't stay up too late tomorrow night. Right. Because <laughs> right? you, are up you at have a commitment. Yeah. So, um, so I get up at four thirty. I go like seriously. It's like straight, <laughs> and I, I have times where I don't want to, and it's like, no, you keep you, you. So you like <laughs> do exactly what you've been doing, like because it's like it's like the basics. Like what is it, Bruce Lee said, yeah. like the man who kicks a thousand what is it like a thousand the same kick a thousand times like master it's like mastering the basics right yeah. so the ten thousand um, hour rule essentially for <laughs> yeah yeah so i i wake up brush my teeth put my gym clothes on go straight out hey siri set a timer for 10 minutes drop my phone down drop to my knees i meditate right for 10 minutes a day i'm not like some master meditator but for me that's gonna get me to do it because i'm such a like get crap done kind of person that like it's 
there's a lot of times where I'm like, oh, I just want to get going into action, but it's like, no. And that has taught me responsiveness, yeah. how to respond and not react on every level of my life. So meditate. Then I do some sort of personal work. Right now I'm doing a program from Elevated Worldwide. It's like a seven month long right, yeah. program for um, right now. This month I'm on right now is finding your purpose. So it's reading, journaling, uh, mantra based, I guess, like reading this, the same statement every single day about finding your purpose. So I do that. And then I have until six o'clock to work on whatever project for the day I don't want to do <laughs> for work. Cool. That one super hard training program that I'm like, <laughs> I don't feel like writing that one. It's going to be complicated, you know? So I get started on that. And, and then six o'clock is my cutoff time. Cause I've noticed for myself, one of the hardest things for me is once I get started on a project, I don't want to stop. Right. So I can easily just like let it override everything else. So six o'clock is my cutoff time. I go to the gym. And then when I get home from the gym, I shower and do my cold shower. And then I work from there. Right. And then, then from there I'm, I'm working all day. And then I have my kids 50, 50 with my ex-husband. So yeah. like right now I have them. So then I'll, I'm, I try to be as present with them as I possibly can. You know, it's like, that's, that's my time with them. And then we do our nighttime routine, which is basically, I drink a magnesium drink with all my iodine and all my nerdy yeah. little <laughs> biohacking minerals and supplements in it. And I put my kids to bed and then I go to bed. Wow. <laughs> so that's my, that's pretty much my life. Cool. I, that came from total curiosity and just seeing the transformer uh, in front of us. It was like, <laughs> I, I just gotta know. I just gotta know what the day looks like. But I love that it, it stems to the foundation of, I made a commitment to myself and I'm gonna honor that commitment. 4.30, no matter what I chose to do the night before, yep. how late I stayed up, whatever I was working on or what was so important, I made a commitment. And I absolutely love that. Listeners, I hope you get that. That this is commitment to yourself. This is self-love in a way that you can obtain that level of, uh, of achievement and accomplishment in your life by overcoming what you're facing now. And you do that through, uh, you know, commitment. And, yeah. and, and I would go as far to say is commitment is your value and integrity system to yourself. Absolutely. And it makes your confidence soar. And I love Ed Milet yeah. and he says that all the time. Like, and I, it's probably going around from other people in the self-development world, but self-confidence is developed when you keep your promises to yourself. Absolutely. Uh, we, 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 we built a, an accountability company that at the at its initial stages people say well that's not uh that the accountability coaching is not a model that's sustainable i said well it's the thing is once you start achieving levels of success you have confidence and therefore you don't need us anymore because you've developed those levels of accountability in your life and i just think yeah that, that's that's the best way to totally the best model. totally love it well thank you so much yeah. for coming into the uh, to, to the office and to being a part yeah. of our podcast we hope that you'll come on again in the future we'd love to have you because this information and i know that tara would agree with me that we barely just touched the surface yeah i'm such a nerd i am a nerd i've always been a nerd so it's like ooh, what else can we talk about with health so i'd be happy to come back awesome and, and if you guys have just blaring questions. Um, what would be the best way that they can reach out to you? And just uh... It's just Instagram or Facebook. So I'm Coach Tara Garrison. It's T-A-R-A on Instagram and Facebook. So that's, that's the easiest way. Awesome. And the branding is... Uh all the same across the board. So yeah. you'll recognize her, whether it's on um, Facebook or, or yeah. Instagram. Yep. Well, thank you so much. This value has been incredible. The challenge to you guys is to go and listen to this a couple times and to understand as much as you can about this and to reach out if you have any questions. There are some things you can do immediately to change your lives. And we're super excited about that. Thank you for coming and thanks for just being yeah. a part of our world. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Bye guys. Boom. And then we'll stop that recording.
To learn more about Amplified Minds, go to our website at amplifiedminds.com. That's A-M-P-L-I-F-I-E-D-M-I-N-D-S dot com. If you like the Circle of Knowledge podcast, go ahead, subscribe, rate us, and if you give us a five-star review, we promise to give you a personal shout-out here on the air. Just watch us. Through our website, you can join any one of our mastermind groups from anywhere in the world. In the mastermind groups, you and other members of the community of achievers can mastermind and talk about all of your aspirations, your dreams, your goals, and even the challenges you face, whether you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or anything else, you can achieve your goals through a mastermind group. You should also check out the Amplified Minds Accountability Program where you can gain access to a one-on-one personal accountability coach, somebody who will contact you weekly and motivate you, hold you accountable, follow up, and give you the proper resources that will help you to go out and achieve all your goals.